0: Magic and miscellany, castaways and cruisers. You are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz.
0: And that's Mike TV.
1: Today we're diving into part two of our Disney Wish Cruise Report. But first, we have some miscellany news and updates to talk about, including movie sequels and park attractions. Ooh, we love a miscellany episode. I mean, we've been on trips lately, we've had other podcast episodes dedicated to other topics, so it's about time we sort of just talk about some of the other stuff in the Disney fan community that people are buzzing about, right?
0: We should, and can we first say Happy Halloween? I know this isn't going to come out on Halloween, but we're recording on Halloween, and it's Halloween right now, and that makes me happy. So Happy Halloween, I hope everyone had a nice, safe Halloween, did something fun Dressed up, I'm not going to. But I hope you did, and <laughs> hope you got all the candy. And now today, you go out and buy the candy half off. If you didn't get enough, right?
1: There you go. Trick That's or what November treat first is for. When people say trick or treat, what does that actually mean? So if you were to tell me, Jen, an answer, and I came up to your door, and I said trick or treat, and you said trick, what, smell my what, feet. You'd make me smell your feet. That's fine. Maybe I have like a foot fetish or something. You'll never know.
0: That's is that a trick or a treat? Who knows? Oh
1: oh, have to find out. It could be both. I never thought of it that way. Oh man, so gross. Moving on. (laughs) I do like a good prank, and I think I would, I would happily take being pranked over candy if that were an option there you go
0: okay it's more memorable yeah who needs another fun size Snickers bar when you have a prank to remember for the rest of your life
1: exactly (laughs) um all right so miscellany means we just have literally a bunch of miscellaneous stuff just like the uh miscellany shop at disneyland where we got the name from right Was that what it's from that's
0: right it was yeah that one that was in i don't even think it's there anymore or did it stick Merlin's Miscellany. Merlin's Miscellany. I think it is still there. I think that's what the official new name of it was when the holiday stuff moved Ah, to Plaza Point.
1: That makes sense. That's when we started using this word. That's Uh, right. So there's a bunch of things happening. So one of the things that always uh, catches my attention is when movie release dates change. So I don't know if you know this, but on my Google calendar, I I have an imported calendar from... God, it's been there for like 15 years. I don't even know what website, but they, barely, they basically push out all the movie release dates on my Fridays on my Google calendar. So I love looking at that and see what's coming up. But a lot of stuff has moved because of either they need more time on production or related to all these strikes that have been happening in the entertainment industry.
0: Right, yeah. And
1: I'm a little bummed out. So one of the movies I've been looking forward to is Pixar's Elio. Do you remember we oh, saw? Oh no, that.
0: that's not one of the ones. Yeah, is Yeah,
1: it? it's one of the ones, and I kind of almost forgot about it for a second because it's been a while since the D twenty three announcement. And then we went to we went on the cruise, and I watched on the in the theater there Elemental, and they showed the trailer for Elio, and it was like coming soon. And now oh. we just recently found out they pushed it to twenty twenty five.
0: Oh <laughs> no, that's so far away. So
1: far away. And then um, for Marvel Man. fans, there's a big shake-up in that whole uh, MCU timeline, which is really hard because they're all so connected that it's like a domino effect when you move something around. And oh, so,
0: yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You're totally right.
1: And then the Disney Plus shows have to go along with what's in theaters. Um, so what I've heard has been changed so far is Deadpool 3, which was supposed to come out early next year, is being moved. And I think I'm seeing it for later, like in the holidays of 2024. So hopefully if we still get it next year, that's exciting. But that's the one that's going to have Ryan Reynolds come back as Deadpool. We're going to have Hugh Jackman come back as Wolverine from the Fox MCU. And it's just going to be probably pa- Pandemonium. Is the word Pandemonium? I love it. I can't wait.
0: Now, who is that one? That's not through Disney yet, right?
1: That's through Disney. So this is going is to be it? the <laughs> first first Deadpool within the formal mcu under disney oh and my they say they're keeping it rated r so there we go excited about that
0: wow okay i mean how could they not like deadpool has made its place and you can't you can't disturb that right now yeah. but have you heard the rumors around somebody else in that movie so many cameo
1: rumors this. yeah i've heard a lot which ones are you talking about
0: Tay Tay herself,
1: Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Uh, I heard about that too. She, funny enough, was fan casted a long time ago as an X-Men character called Uh Dazzler. Yep, that's the one I heard. Yeah, which uh, I think would be great. The latest I'm hearing is that she'll probably be just playing herself. One Uh of those cameos, like a cameo cameo.
0: It makes sense, though, because I think it said, like, Dazzler, pop star by day, superhero by night. I was like, that's perfect. But what I what I liked about it was that the cameo or the rumors came out of her hanging out with Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds and the director oh, of the film all together so at, like, a football game or something to watch her boyfriend play. And I was like, wait a second. That's actually OK. Why are they all hanging out? It's an interesting group, especially with the director there. I'm like, OK
1: who knows they move they have extra time now so they could shoot something yeah um i it would be cool if she was dazzler you know moving forward like as the x-men get built up and having her part of that love it it kind of reminds me of gem and hannah montana totally reminds you of gem and i
0: i don't know like does can she even act have we seen her act i don't
1: Ooh, I, don't I, Ooh, yeah. I don't know. I know of. yeah. I've seen
0: her do like little things like in commercials and stuff. She does great. But I don't know if that can be like a whole role. I don't know what she's got under her belt. But she seems pretty on top of her stuff. So we'll have to see yeah. if that even happens. But that's, that's funny. I always like seeing these rumors come out. Especially when it comes with like in life interactions like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. shoot. Okay, what's going on?
1: Well, she's stirring the pot even with a... Travis Kelsey, is that his name? I can't believe I just, I know an athlete's name. Some football oh, that her player man? that she's her like dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like supposedly increasing viewership of F- NFL and all this stuff. Yeah. So, not a bad idea to stick her in a Marvel film and get more audience members.
0: It was funny when we were watching uh, the, a game recently, someone was like, ah, stop showing Taylor Swift. Nobody cares. Because it kept cutting over to her, like cheering her mans on. And they're like, who cares about that? And we all talked about. Like, this could bridge this weird gap of all the people, all the Swifties that, like, will do anything Taylor Swift tells them to do. And now they start, like, watching the NFL. (laughs) Like,
1: It's so true. Like, that that influence she has. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, One other thing as a result of Deadpool 3 moving is that taking its spot early next year is the next Captain America sequel, which brings in... um, who used to be the Falcon. He's now Captain America. And I think it's called New World Order. So there could be some interesting things there. I'm hearing that we're officially now, with Loki premiering, we are officially like in the next phase. So I just want to hurry up and get to like, the multiverse sorting itself out and then bring us those X-Men. Come on.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, if we're already getting Deadpool, like, it's not necessarily in the same universe right but it's over at Disney already so like we've got Hugh Jackman in the Deadpool one so or Wolverine yeah
1: it's possible like one of the fan theories that I love reading about is they theorize that the Deadpool 3 movie could be the big event movie that brings in the X-Men and picks and chooses who stays from the old uh, Uh, studio and using like the multiverse collisions and collapsing to solve all of it be like, right. okay, now we have one universe, one thread, and you know here's what? who stayed.
0: Now that I, This is such a sidetrack, but I have to say it. I, I'm feeling out, like, Deadpool as, like, the R-rated version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Because it's, like, very comedic. Like, yep. comedy first, I would say, over action. And... There's a lot of characters that remind me straight up of Guardians of the Galaxy. For instance, I don't even know his name. He's an X-Men. He's a big metal guy. What's his name?
1: Colossus.
0: He reminds me of uh, Thrax, right? Kind of like uh, yeah, super yeah. similar. So I could see that being like that that gap to fill the hole that Guardians left behind too. So look, bring it on. Let's go. Come on.
1: Yeah. Bring it <laughs> on. Bring it all. Um, Oh wait, there was one more thing about Deadpool three that I was excited about, but I forgot. Anyways, it is Halloween. It's trick or treat time. So if you hear dogs barking in the background, that's just because <laughs> they're getting stirred up by the trick or treat. Oh yeah, it's there's like prime trick or treating time over here.
0: there right now too. Yeah, Ooh.
1: yeah. We don't we don't give out candy not because we don't want to. It's just complicated because there's like three units in our building. But
0: yeah, nobody uh, comes to my I hope house. Hope everybody's so. having fun.
1: <laughs> 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 um, okay, what else? Oh, I was met, I was talking about Loki, and then I want to talk about Hocus Pocus also. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, but Loki. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Movie release date, Snow White.
1: Oh, that got pushed, out That got pushed huh?
0: Huh? out too. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, about this whole thing with the release dates getting moved. Is this like rolling out from the strike? Like, are we finally now seeing them in, like admitting the defeat and like pushing their dates out because of that? Do you know?
1: I don't think they'll ever say it's one factor over the (laughs) other. But I think it's a combination of all of those. Some things are already filmed and they just couldn't release it because they need the cast to promote it. Right. And they're not allowed to promote. And then some things haven't even started altogether. And then there are some films like they might need a rewrite. And if the writers are on strike, you can't do that. So it's just like a, a cluster F. But it seems like it's slowly but surely solving itself. So, you know. Disney, all the studios, pay your writers, pay your actors. Seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Snow White. Oh, there's drama around that too. I tried to catch myself up on this whole backlash against Rachel Zeigler, who's, um, <laughs> Ziegler, Ziegler, who's playing Snow White. And apparently she said some things that people didn't like about her thoughts on the original Snow White. Like she called the prince a, a, a creeper or a stalker. And a lot of fans are like, oh, she shouldn't be Snow White because she doesn't care enough about the original. But I kind of disagree because I thought we were all on the same page about poking fun at some of the old school (sighs) concepts in those old fairy tales. Yeah,
0: I like... It's hard because I pretty much agree with everything she's been saying. Actually, I take that back because I haven't really read much. But a couple of the things I've seen... She's like standing up for women in general because Snow White is the worst... Of the worst when it comes to damsel in distress princesses, right? She was the first. It was the 20s or whatever, 30s. Like, it's fine. Also, that book was written. Isn't that a grim fairy tale also?
1: Yeah. So it's like even longer,
0: right? So like things are different. And we shouldn't be publishing films today that are similar to that because it's the wrong message. So I agree with that idea if that's really what she's preaching. But her tact is off. Like she's just she just sounds like she's talking a bunch of crap about Snow White as a film, and like that was besides the message of Snow White, the film itself was revolutionary, right It was like this whole new yeah. thing it was like this big deal, and she just sounds like she's ready to like throw it in the gutter so like that part is like dude you're you're being snow you're like the first new Snow White in this this level, right so like can you not bash his original age? Like, just, <laughs> yeah. just say like, say positive totally things like, that. Hey, like I'm really excited to play Snow White and, you know, a more modern version of like women being powerful versus this <laughs> like, whatever. So yeah. I agree with the idea of it, but a better way to deliver her execution could have been a she lot use clearer. She could a little a lot bit better. of
1: a- PR training on yes, how to specifically yeah, talk about it. this <laughs> <It's> like, adaptation <laughs> yeah. because we saw Halle Bailey talk about Little Mermaid very professionally while still pointing out some of the things that needed to change.
0: Yes, exactly. And she did That's a good job of perfect, it. Perfect, actually. as so, a great example. Yeah
1: totally it can be done right um so rachel i don't know what's going on but it's it's now affecting like she's in the new hunger games prequel and people are like still mad at her about these Snow you white stuff oh, and i'm not gonna no. watch this one uh it just it sucks for her but to your point you know she should figure out how to better communicate her <laughs> yeah. thoughts she's <laughs> out so, there like
0: we are on our podcast
1: <laughs> yeah she can't just be like unfiltered come on girl you're like on our red carpet yeah um <laughs> They also changed, at least in the concept art, and they're not fessing up. By they, I mean Disney. So originally, they kept saying they're going to take out the dwarfs as is and change them into like a diverse cast of misfits. And we saw footage of that that leaked like a few months ago. And you can see the different people. They're not dwarfs. Now, just the other day, they released new concept art that shows that they're dwarfs again. But like live action dwarfs, like CG versions of the cartoon characters.
0: Ooh. which
1: is, it, they almost kind of look like, you know, like in The Hobbit and stuff like that, that kind of dwarf. And with the colors and the hats that we all know. So I don't know if that's the right direction or did they cave to the <laughs> haters? Or I actually
0: don't like yeah. either of those directions. Like, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like I want a diverse cast, but also to just make the misfits, the diverse cast is like weird, but also Snow White is not like, A typical Snow White, so that's good too. But that's also a little weird.
1: It is weird because sometimes those things just look real creepy. Yeah,
0: that's why I'm like trying to picture it. Trying to, I don't know. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: got moved. I remember Little Mermaid kept getting moved over and over, and they kept Mm -hmm. changing stuff. So, i remember, we're uh, like, did that?
0: Did that not come out yet? Like, I thought (laughs) I missed it already.
1: I'm already feeling that way about Snow White. I'm like, okay, got it, over it.
0: Yep, (laughs) right.
1: Uh, All right, let's talk uh, Hocus Pocus and Loki. So Loki season two is out. It's about four to five episodes in. So no spoilers, we'll get to it eventually. I know you still have to catch up, but I just wanted to say to everyone else out there watching, I hope you're loving it as much as I am. It's really good. Um, it's really cool and it's so different than any other show on television and it still feels like cinematic because you have great actors in there and the high production value loving it. Yeah, I
0: still have only seen the first episode. For those of you who know me on a more personal level, I have been kind of bouncing around everywhere and I don't think I've been home a single Thursday or like available Wednesday night at midnight or Thursday to watch this show and then once you miss it, it's like kind of the excitement's over, and I'm a, I can catch up to it at any point now, and so yeah. I just keep putting it off. So I was like, all right, I need to like watch all these episodes now. Now I'm three whole episodes behind, so I need to find the time, and I should get that done by this weekend, which I'm excited about. So,
1: <laughs> there you go. It's also which this needs more time, but it's also one of those ep- uh, shows where it's really fun to watch, like the Screen Crush. And all those uh, commentaries on it where they point out the Easter eggs that even I miss and they start trying to create theories about how this connects to the next phase and the multiversal stuff. So there's a lot of just like mind blowing, like, oh wow, that's so cool kind of stuff going on in there. Cool.
0: I even, even though I've only seen one episode, I already am completely sold on it. So like they already hit it out of the park. Like it just, you're right, the quality level of it is so good. And I do also wish this was in the movie theaters like a yes. like i wish i could just go yeah.
1: watch it <laughs>
0: every thursday just come out and the movies it'd be great
1: <laughs> they need to figure that out because i totally would
0: same totally same would.
1: um all right so that's loki we caught up on some marvel stuff uh hocus pocus three which i believe is going straight to disney plus again is in development and everybody's on board and they're writing it. It's going to be filmed soon. Hopefully come out. Probably not next Halloween. I'm guessing the, the following Halloween 2025. But that'll be really exciting. Uh, but other than that, all of the articles that are talking about Hocus Pocus 3 are also talking about things that have been learned that were cut out of part two. We thought it's actually more interesting talking about just part three because we don't know much about part three yet.
0: Yeah. Tell uh, me about but- it. I don't know anything about
1: this. The first iteration of the sequel, they wrote it many times, um, was supposed to include Thora Birch's character and she was going to come back grown up and she was going to be prepared for any witchcraft that was going to happen because she learned from the last time. So Ah. it was kind of like giving her that like... um, We've seen it in Terminator Two. We've seen it in Halloween franchise, where they're like waiting for them to come yeah, back and they're all okay. trained, yeah. And then she was supposed to help this next generation, and she was supposed to be a teacher at the school. And they all were on board, including Thor Birch, but it was just down to those kind of scheduling issues and contract agreements, oh, so they no. couldn't figure it out. So they wrote it differently, um, and then created that whole Mother Witch character that we saw. She kind of popped up at the end. And yeah. uh, the writer is now saying they are not ruling out bringing some of those concepts into part three, so we may okay. see Thora Burt return. I think that would be cool to have more of the OG cast back.
0: I will love that. Yeah, it's like half the fun of these um, reboots. Yeah, is re- that considered re- a reboot? <laughs> Requel is what the scream. Requel, okay.
1: The people in this in Scream Six or scream five which was just called scream how confusing but in that movie they presented the concepts yeah. of requels and ever since then i've been using that term because it makes sense to me a, a reboot of a franchise which i saw they have another sequel. scream Yeah, they
0: have another scream announced right and it's supposed to be the last one scream seven
1: i don't know right who knows going be. The...
0: i think it says it like right on the poster but like what does that actually <laughs> right. mean right <laughs> They're not gonna let go of it. It's like back in popularity. Why would you cut yeah, it out? Yeah,
1: and there's always people they can bring back. Like Nev Campbell wasn't in the last one, so bring her back for this part seven.
0: Where's Skeet Ulrich? He's Is he still yeah, around? he shows
1: up. Remember, he shows up as uh, the ghost.
0: Oh, that's right, he did. Of the dad.
1: And I was like, oh, he did. okay. He still looks okay, but maybe there was some <laughs> CG. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely looked like one of those. Um, progression videos
1: or whatever he also was in riverdale i i was watching that really he was the dad of one of the kids it's weird when people we grew up with as teenagers are now the parents in these movies it's so weird
0: yeah like oh my god stop (laughs) (laughs) um
1: well okay so movies entertainment that's great but what about disney parks there's been a handful of miscellany coming out of the parks
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of movement, a little bit of zhuzh going on in the parks and um, some things that are changing around. And one of those is that we found out that the current voices of Disneyland Resort, which is Bill Rogers and his wife, Camille Dixon, um, their contracts were not renewed. I am not sure what that means is like, did they not accept it? Did Disney cut them off? I don't know. There seems to be a bunch of drama within the community about that. And I don't know if anybody really knows the answer. Um, But regardless, we're going to get some new voices of the park, um, which is like fine because he's been there for a long time. Right. Bill Rogers. Most of us are more familiar with him than Camille. He just stands out a little different because it's Disneyland versus DCA. So sorry. I didn't even realize there
1: was two different ones.
0: Yeah, so Bill Rogers does Disneyland and Camille Dixon does DCA. And what voice? So she's the voice of DCA. Do. And then they're married, which is so cute. Like, come on. Married so people. cute. But um, evidently, both of them are out and we're getting new voices or something completely new. So if you remember, our podcast used to start with ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, yeah. right? And then when the whole conversation about gender identity came through, not only did we change it, but also Disneyland changed it even before us, right? So they started saying friends or dreamers of all ages or other lines that were kind of more encompassing of everyone and not pushing any gender identity out. So they're being very cognizant of that. And I think that maybe they are – that made them start thinking like maybe we should just freshen things mm. up, like change it up right now because that's kind of a a moment of big change. Like everyone is so used to that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in Bill Rogers' that voice, voice. Totally. Right? Yes. And so now you're removing that famous line already, but it's still Bill Rogers, but it doesn't sound as familiar. So maybe it's a time to like let's do a switch, right? And maybe they've been waiting for the right moment. So we'll see what they have planned. Um I hope it doesn't get to sound like too corporate and boring right. or like or like too. Cheesy, like, vacation video fun. You know what I mean? I hope it's, like, kind of classic still. We'll have to see what they do. But um, nonetheless, I will not be ever changing my voicemail ever again.
1: (laughs) Bill Rogers is on your voicemail. He does your greeting. (laughs) You recorded that at D23 Expo. That is so cool.
0: It was so long ago, too. I think that was recorded at, like, the 2017 one or something. Oh, wow. I almost got ran over for it. That was like a crazy moment at D23. Like, uh, there's like a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Stampede for Bill
1: Rogers. People are (laughs) excited. So, does he also do like when you're on Matterhorn and it says the stuff in Spanish and it says it in English to put your seatbelt on? Is that also him? That type of stuff?
0: No, that's not him. I'm actually not familiar with many of the voices on the actual attractions. Um, He's more of the general Disneyland announcements, like the parades and the opening and closing times and the goodnight message and the welcome Disneyland's opening message, like stuff like that. Fireworks, like anything on Main Street, picture that, he'll be the voice there. Um, And also in a lot of the adverts that go out um, that are park-related, he'll be on that as well. Um, But general park information. And then the only other ride voice actor that I can think of is Dal McKinnon, which I don't believe it's him anymore. That's like an older voice. And then also Bill Rogers used to be Jack Wagner. So Jack Wagner was the original voice at Disneyland and then it moved over to Bill Rogers. So now we're gonna get the new rendition of that. Um so yeah, and like people's voices change. Like no offense to Bill Rogers, but one of the recent um announcements I remember whoever I was with, somebody listening is probably going to laugh, unless it was you, Mike. Um, When I was with them, I could hear his voice starting to sound like an older man. Like he had kind of like the little on his (laughs) s's, you know what I mean? (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, Bill Rogers, I think, is like aging out of his role. Like I remember saying it and I was like joking, but I could hear the difference. And so maybe that's also part of it. I mean, if you heard
1: it, the management must have noticed it too. (laughs) And I, yeah. I like your your thought process about maybe they're reformatting it all together. Like, why mm-hmm. not have it Mickey Mouse or a character yeah, that's the head yeah. of that particular parade or something like that?
0: Right. Yeah. It could be different for each of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. So something new to look forward to figuring out and discussing later. Yeah. I know we'll probably have a whole ass episode about that when it comes yeah. out. So be prepared. <laughs> but yeah. um, Some other stuff, of course, going on in Disneyland. Uh, We have the Adventureland Treehouse finally is reopening this November. So that's been another one of those projects that seems to have been taking just forever when we all thought it would be like a quick, quick reverb. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's finally reopening. I'm very excited to go see it. It's opening in November. I will not be there until the very, very bitter end of November. So uh, a lot of people get to see it before me, but that's okay. Um, uh, but yeah, it should be cute. Lots of SEA, um, Easter eggs in there to find. So I'm going to be spending a lot of time and videotaping a lot of that. So
1: videotaping. Videotaping oh my God. with your camcorder. Oh my God. Recording. I feel so <laughs> old. I was watching somebody's TikTok or Instagram reels and they're like, oh, bought this vintage camcorder and I just love the way it looks. And they, and then they digitize it and upload it. And I'm like, What? It's now become like this old, old school way of doing something. And I noticed that it actually does look different. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it it does look different than our phone cases.
0: Right. (laughs) Oh, it looks so different. Um, Have you seen the videos of parents like that are our age asking their kids, like, if you're going to tell me, like, pretend you're picking up an imaginary phone or tell me that you want to give me a call. What do you do? And like... What do you do, Mike, for those YouTube watchers? What do you do? Say, "Hey, I'm going to call you later." How do you do it with your hands?
1: I'd have to put my thumb and pinky like a y, into right? a phone thumb, pinky out shape of a phone.
0: <laughs> and so, kids nowadays they hold they have their hand in like a square, like they're holding a phone, <laughs> like a smartphone, like a brick
1: That's so up weird. to their head. It's
0: so funny, and things have just changed so much. Like nobody knows even what half of the things we had were. And So quite interesting i feel like i knew all the older stuff when i was a kid even if i didn't use it anymore but now it's like they don't even find out about it (laughs) yeah
1: they think it's like this treasure that's been uncertain yeah
0: like like ariel (laughs) yeah
1: who's it's and what's it's galore um right but yeah i'm excited about the adventureland treehouse and the sea connections especially also we haven't heard much about that tv show that they announced a while back right Plus, so i hope
0: they had a whole panel about yeah, it yeah
1: i hope the treehouse opening is the beginning of this larger <laughs> information campaign let's hope here. so
0: i was very excited i'm still very excited about it hopefully it doesn't get dropped but there's been no news of that so let's keep our fingers yes. crossed meantime
1: um i also spotted in my feed that disneyland space mountain reopened with newer projections so at first i was like oh why are they making a big deal it was just down for refurb but i'm hearing that there's new projections or at least enhanced projections so i'm excited to see what you see when you head over there end of november um at disneyland space mountain
0: yeah i think it was i saw on mice chat um they said like at first we thought they brought ghost galaxy back so evidently the even the lighting on the outside of space mountain is really intense now so that's kind of fun to me the picture looked like the epcot spaceship earth like it was oh. pink purple and blue like those colors like kind of orange on the side right um which is lovely a lovely color scale so like that works for me but um it's definitely more noticeable now wow. and then even the things inside have been upgraded so we'll we'll see when i get to ride
1: Space Mountain. That's nice. I'll
0: report back.
1: Usually, when they upgrade <laughs> like the projections and then the lighting package, they have more ways to customize it. Like you said, like the Epcot ball does all kinds of things that it couldn't have done. In, right. In the yeah. Days. Yep. Love it.
0: And then the last thing that I have for the news at the park. That I'm very excited about is that Fat Cat Swinger. You guys know them. You guys love them. You should love them. We love them. They have confirmed that they are coming back for um, this season's Festival of Holidays, which makes me very happy because I specifically booked two flights while Southwest was having their $49 sale to get down there during Festival Holidays to see Fat Cat Swinger. So I'm very happy to hear that it's confirmed because I can't wait to see them. I really can use some really amazing swing music right in front of that Pixar Pals. Pixar Pals? No, that's the parking garage.
1: Pixar Pal Around.
0: Oh, it is. Pixar Pal Around. Pixar Pal Around is so beautiful in the background of them singing away and entertaining all of us. So can't wait to see them. Fat Cat, coming for you.
1: So festive. And if those who haven't don't know yet they also perform our intro song of every episode so if you like that that's style right. go check them out at festival of holidays this season oh they are uh, so
0: fun check them out and mostly kosher those are my two huge recommendations they are so fun mostly
1: kosher that's the name of the band right yes mostly kosher
0: two of the bands i end up spending like when i go there during festival of holidays i spend from like six o'clock Till like nine, just watching musical events, like going, popping around to all the different ones and watching them. So
1: you know, who lots would love of that? stuff to be seen. Walt Disney.
0: Oh, he would. He's like, he'd probably know, dance to me on the dance floor. A little yeah. swing dancers, videos of, or pictures of him doing that. Find one
1: of those Very weird cute. guys who show up to the park dressed as Walt. Those weird me out.
0: Oh my God. Like the one I was a creeper of and like videotaped him eating his sandwich. Oh my God. It just looked too real. It was freaking me out. I was like, he's just here having like a PB&J at the train station. Like, overlooking the whole part. Like, what? Is
1: that him? What's going on? Is it a ghost? (laughs) (laughs) Totally a ghost. It Um, totally was. One more bit of miscellany. I have to give a shout out to our friend, Claudia. So she brought me back from Tokyo Disney. Not only the phantasmic Maleficent dragon that I really, really wanted that goes on your shoulder, but also she included some goodies, some fun Tokyo candy and Kit Kats. So thank you, Claudia. Appreciate that. Yes. I love the dragon. It's right now guarding my very personal belongings (laughs) upstairs where I put my cash and other stuff. It's right there like guarding it. And I love it so much. Thank you.
0: Oh my god. She got me so hyped for Tokyo merchandise. Like I've already been hyped on that. But she got me on next level hyped because they have all this Haunted Mansion stuff that I've never seen before. She got me this set of like little tiny miniatures of a bunch of different random Haunted Mansion things. It's not like just a typical stuff. There's like a bat bat stanchion which I think you would think is typical but it was like literally a pole with the chains and it's like maybe an inch and a half tall at the most. Like they're these little itty bitty miniatures of all these items that you see throughout the Haunted Mansion. It made me so happy. So thank you Claudia. And then she shipped them out to us separately. Man that girl is Putting in her work (laughs) to make all of us happy. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you for
1: making a Disneyholic happy. That always helps.
0: That's right. Brought some of that that vibe home with her. I loved it. I was like, yes. Um, And then speaking of vibes, we've been saying all week that we just wish that we could be back on that
1: cruise.
0: Oh, my goodness. I would pay all the money right now to be back on that cruise.
1: It was so fun.
0: Disney wish.
1: That there uh, were...
0: So, I know we ended our last episode needing to still share so much more information. So, we thought we'd do a part yeah, two. Yeah,
1: we covered all of the basics last episode, like the layout of the ship and the itinerary. But we have plenty more to talk about. Everything from the whole fish center activities. Uh, we need to talk more about the Castaway Key Island and some of the special effects and Easter eggs on the ship. But first, I had so much fun, and so are so did our listeners last week when we did a musical guest or name that tune with instrumental versions or different versions of uh, our famous favorite Disney songs inspired by being around the ship. Like you have, you hear all these versions of songs, and sometimes you don't even catch it until the tail end of a song. So I thought we would do that. Hey, again. Like,
0: oh, this is.
1: Yeah. Like, oh wait, is this from Coco? But it's a different instrument. Um, so this one's going to be a little <laughs> yeah. bit easier. I'm going to start off with some instrumental classical versions. So these are types of songs you'd probably hear in that main grand hall of the Disney Wish cruise, or if you're in other any any other corridor where they're playing sort of just Disney basics. And we're going to start with this and see if you could guess it. All right.
0: This is like Coit 105.3, right. you know? Real Smooth jazz or whatever it's called. Like modern music. I don't know, but can you paint with all the colors of the wind?
1: Sometimes. It depends on my mood, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you have got it correct. What is the name? Colors of colors the Wind. Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Uh, all right, let's try this one.
0: If y'all aren't bouncing right now, I don't even know what you're doing. (laughs) We should have timed it to see if we could make it work on Zoom, where you're doing the opposite. I just
1: heard my chair squeaking (laughs) as I was bouncing.
0: Yeah, it started making way too much background noise. I had to stop. <laughs> uh, that was Super Califragilistic Ex from America. Good Poppins.
1: job. You got that one, two for two. Yay, Techie. All right, let's go for this one. <laughs> Yeah. oh my goodness it okay. really went off on that musical riff there i could listen to this stuff all day it's calming i could
0: do and you could probably get away with it without people being like oh he's just listening to disney yeah. music again like, oh, it's right
1: classical music okay
0: that was cruella, cruella Deville. Deville,
1: you are correct all right, next up.
0: Or Cruella de Vil, as they did with the bells on there.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to make it a little bit harder. Okay. Oh, I
0: know what this is. I can picture myself in Fantasyland, cranking like mad. On that little thing that nobody ever knows exists, which I love showing everybody. And
1: it's one of the few things that represent who (laughs) or what movie?
0: Yeah. Punchback.
1: Now, do you know the name of that tune? Topsy Turvy. Topsy Turvy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that one I thought would be hard. I think you've only seen it maybe a couple times at one time, right?
0: I think because it actually sounds like that music box more so than the Uh. song. Like if I hadn't played with that music box that many times, I probably wouldn't have caught onto it. That actually sounded like a um like something you'd hear on an orchestrion or a caliope yeah, or something like I that. Yeah, I could
1: totally see that. All right, let's see. I'm going to give you one more from this classical section. <laughs> Name that tune.
0: Prince Ali Baba. Yes, you got it. Actually, I don't know. Is that the, what's the name of the it's song? It's called
1: Just Prince Ali. Prince,
0: Prince Ali. Ali. Prince Ali.
1: Okay, and then I have just a few more for you that I think would be fun. Starting with. Okay. And these are really easy, but they're just so cute that I have to play them. <laughs> So imagine you're at that lounge I have a martini and there's the guy in the piano right name that tune
0: <laughs> that was winnie the pooh yes. winnie the pooh Aww.
1: okay oh this one is pretty cool let me see if you could guess it it's a little bit hard i know you said these were easy but this next one's a little bit hard okay maybe orange groves <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can smell them now <laughs> and the sea spray ocean foam that was soaring yes
1: I like that one because I uh, this playlist I'm using has all movies and then suddenly there was an attraction yeah I
0: was like oh an attraction yeah, okay I can cool get down one. with that nice alright you got
1: them all correct I hope our listeners and yes. viewers got them all correct that was fun I like being a winner. winner winner chicken dinner Um, All right. So that was the music game. And yeah, if you're on one of these cruises, you'll be able to hear so many renditions of Disney songs, whether you're in the Broadway show audience or just walking around the ship or at the coffee shop Um, at the spa. They also play like spa versions of Disney songs. So
0: (laughs) I remember the elevator music played a lot of that. And I remember having numerous conversations with people in the elevator because I can't help but be like. Is this blah blah blah? Yeah. Like when it catches on, I can't not say it out loud, and then whoever's in the elevator with me just sparks up a conversation about it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That was awesome. Thanks, Mike. Woo-hoo. All right, so let's talk about fish extenders. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, when I describe this to people who have no idea what a fish. Well, you've now is. done it's it. It is a very you've weird name. It, so
1: you can explain it fully.
0: I can. I'm now a professional. <laughs> Fish extender. So, or fish extender and fish extendee. Ooh, both. look at that. Thank you very much. Um, but the reason they call, or let me tell you what it is first. It is a fan made, right? It's not official Disney, which I love because I love fans. I'm a fan <laughs> of fans. Um, it's a fan made in lead tradition on Disney cruises where you hang, like, these little pockets on the outside of your door with your name or whatever you want to do to decorate it. And it's a gift exchange kind of situation that is set up by whatever group you join mostly, I think it are on Facebook a lot. You can join these physics center groups, you get partnered up with a whole bunch of people and then you give gifts to them. It's like almost like a secret Santa thing. We delivered ours in the middle of the night, super cute. And then sometimes you just wake up and all of a sudden there's a gift at your door for you Uh, or you come back from a show and there's like gifts hanging in your door and it's a really cool addition to your your stay it's like these other cruisers are making fun cruise focused a lot of the time gifts and you also get to put in like who's your favorite character your favorite attraction and then people can theme your gifts around what you say you enjoy so picture it like a secret santa almost on a cruise ship and I I'm obsessed. I think this was so fun and so cute. I knew you would love it. So, so let's much. talk about our experience. I want to hear from you too because you've done this before.
1: Yeah, on our ship, the big difference was they are they are no longer fish that stick out of the wall yeah. to hang your... Oh hinge.
0: yeah, I forgot to mention that. The reason they're called fish extenders is because they used to on the older cruise ships, right? Are they always fish? I guess on the outside of your door, there's always a fish that they'll hang things that they need to give you, like if they need to give you laundry tags or checkout slips, they'll hang it on your little fish, like hook that's on the outside door. But then people have now purposed purposed these to do these gift exchanges. So, But ours was like, what was it, like a sun from Tangled? Yeah, I think ours was a sun.
1: And then we looked at other floors. They had, like, Archimedes the owl, which I really liked, and I wish we had that, but we didn't. Uh, <laughs> that was a really cute, cute, cute one. Um, but, yeah, I think one of the fun parts about the fish extender this time was hearing, and I think I was hearing from you and Nicole, based on the Facebook group, about this whole other layer of pixie dusting where... You can just drop anything in anybody's fish extender pocket, even if they're not part of your gift exchange, just because. And we just got because. to experience that. Like sometimes we would get candy. Sometimes we would get something random. And that is really fun because my favorite part about the whole experience is is going around at night and dropping the little things in the, in the pockets. And the three of us had so much fun. We were dressed up. Or I think I might have already changed. You guys were dressed up still, right? Is With Halloween costumes. <laughs> we got to put that video out. It was really fun. And then you got to go floor by floor and explore the ship. Because normally you wouldn't go to other people's room corridors. And when you're there, you get to see all the cool door decorations that everybody has. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. Gosh, yeah, I love it. What was your favorite part about the fish extended thing?
0: Oh, my God. Just the sneaking around part. Like, it's just fun. Like, uh, you – so, for those of you who have not been on Disney Cruise, it is very – like, it's the thing to do for Disney cruisers to decorate their doors. So, you get all these magnets. Everything has to be magnetic for the doors. um, And they decorate it. They might put, like, fun things to do on the door. We put a whiteboard that would ask a different question each day. Like, what's your favorite Disney character? Whatever we put. Uh, Mike. Added one for people to draw a ghost because it was the Halloween mm-hmm. cruise, like just like activities to do or like just cool things to look at. Some people had really extravagant ones. Um, so like you said, like giving us an excuse to go through other corridors that we hadn't done the rest of the trip. Uh, we get to see what people have done with their doors and like all these cool decorations and some really, really creative people out there. And it was really, really cute. I have to say ours was really, really cool too,
1: though. <laughs> ours was, especially for pretty like rad. the first time the three of us went together. We did it. We went all out. We did it well.
0: We did. <laughs> it was it was pretty rad. Um, but yeah, definitely the sneaking around, like you felt like Santa Claus, right? Like you go out yes. there and you have a bag full of things. We had um, a group on Facebook that we joined that partnered at us, partners everyone up with 10 people. So you have 10 gifts to give out. So we got 10 gifts. I think they were within, like, five floors of each other. And so we just kept going down the stairs and, like, doing the next row of, of rooms and then going down another flight of stairs and then sneaking around. And we did it really late, so we were trying to be really quiet because we knew they were probably in their room. Yeah. So knowing that they're, like, right beyond the door and that we're, like, putting their little treats and their little gifts in their pockets, just, like, exciting to know that they get to wake up in the morning for that. It's know, so or to cute.
1: that, remember one time we saw some people near our door. I don't think it was our door, but they are doing some pocket drop-offs, and we ran away because we were like, "Oh, we don't want them to see that we see them."
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't want to spoil that excitement of, of that exact <laughs> yeah. feeling, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's so cool. The other thing I noticed that has changed since my last one is people are really giving out some premium goodies. Oh. I was My like, I thought you're supposed to God. just make a couple things or get some tchotchkes, but we got some really good stuff. A lot of functional <laughs> things, like cup holders that we could use in the sand at Castaway Key the next day. We got right? um, stuff that we could wear right away, like jewelry and accessories that could be helpful for like the Sunglasses. pirate party. Sunglasses. A lot there was pe-
0: whole ass tumblers in there that were, they had the Disney Cruise logo on it. Yeah. like. What? Oh, my gosh. I, di- I was not prepared for that. I definitely thought it was also just small tchotchkes and, yeah.
1: and fun Ooh, things. We got but... personalized fanny packs and hats with our first letter oh, initial yeah. and our favorite oh characters on it. Wow.
0: These people really went all out, and they really care, which is so cute. Like, my little fanny pack has a J. It's, like, one of those um, – they're super trendy right now. I can't remember the name of it. But those patches that everybody buys to stick on their bags – they were, they were those patches with my initial, and then mine had Nightmare Before Christmas because that's what I wrote for, like, my theme I wanted because it was Halloween. So, like, I picked Nightmare um, or Haunted Mansion, but it's just, like, super cute that they literally found a patch for each of us. And we kind of did that same thing. We, we bought these, like, bags to gift all the little trinkets that we got in the bag that had to do with what they like. For instance, somebody like Tigger, we found a bag... Um, of Winnie the Pooh for the outside. Like, so we, we did, we did also. We did. Theme and you to know their what likes?
1: we added at the very last minute? Cause we were so, um, what's the word? So gracious for all the stuff we were getting. We we're like, let's also add a handwritten note. And so that yes. was fun. There we were in the room, like, uh, old school with a nice, uh, we got some nice stationery from the concierge, and we wrote it on that paper. So I hope very everybody fancy got stationary. Their, um, their personalized messages. And I hope they enjoyed because we loved everything we got, too.
0: Same. Totally loved it. And I was just super blown away. And I'm like, dang, I did not realize I needed to bring a second suitcase for our fish Center gifts. <laughs> 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 like, that's how much stuff we got. It was really crazy. Um, very, very cute and very thoughtful and caring and generous. And I will definitely do my gifts a little bit differently next year um oh i said next, next year are we planning year? cruise oh my god i'm here? ready
1: i'm ready next year is just two months away <laughs> <laughs> i am ready i'm that always 15 looking day at
0: atlantic it. cruise was looking quite
1: yes. delicious not gonna lie <laughs> imagine crossing the sea from the uk to new york like they did old days but on a gorgeous disney ship with all the activities we would die
0: yeah that's pretty amazing
1: But you know where it doesn't
0: go? So what do you think about? It doesn't
1: go. I don't think some of those itineraries that are far from Caribbean don't stop at Castaway Key, which is something we got to do, which is probably one of the more special, unique things because it's Disney's private island.
0: Right. Yeah. So I hadn't really looked into Castaway Key at all. Um, And it is, it is beautiful. And it was like, I don't know how to explain it. It was like exactly how you would picture a Caribbean island, which is probably not realistic at all. It's like the Disney version of a Caribbean island. Is it Caribbean or Bahamas? Both. I don't even know.
1: Is, yeah. But, is, Bahamas is, that the same thing? is part of the Caribbean. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, and so... But it's like tailored to that Disney vibe. And it's just – everything is just pristine and perfect and beautiful. And there's so many activities to do. You can do snorkeling. We could, You could just grab a bike and like ride a bike around like cruisers. Oh, my God. That was probably one of my favorite things. It was so cute. It made you feel like you lived there. There's
1: something about that. You got there and you could just
0: live in it. It wasn't like wait in lines and pay extra money for all these things. It was like – here's your land for the day. Go have fun. Ride a bike if you like. Here's these special trails. Come back and have lunch with us. It's, you know, lunch is at 12 or whatever. Like, it was just packaged in such a really beautiful way that I felt like I could just go anywhere and hang out. In fact, I even, you guys, this is so funny. I crapped out at some point because it was hot. (laughs) It's very hot. Not like, it actually wasn't super hot, but the sun always kind of messes me up. I'm not
1: It'll drain. I'm not you. used to yeah. getting
0: a lot of sunshine. I'm kind of a vampire. So, um I was out in the sun a little too long and I couldn't figure out the snorkeling gear. And so I said, "You know what? I live here, so I'm just going to go take a nap on the beach." And I literally went and sat in a beach chair and just passed out. And I needed that. It was like actually perfect. And I woke up, there's like a palm tree right above me like swaying. And, like it was just nice. I'm like, "This is not something I've ever done before." And it I feel very comfortable here.
1: It's like a postcard. And then you see the ship in the background. You're like, oh, there's our floating residence in the, in the back. Um, <laughs> right. And the way it just pulls right up to the thing. You don't have to do this whole rigmarole. You just walk right out. And this is part of why I always tell people that I'm not interested in most of the ports that it stops at unless it's Castaway Key, because it's not like that at all. <laughs> you get off and it feels more like an airport and there's all these other cruise ships there. And so the other ports just are not as exciting as this like fantasy of Castaway Key that you get dropped off at.
0: Yeah. It's like the perfect experience that you would hope to get out of the Caribbean that likely doesn't exist in the real Caribbean. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> like the non-Disney Caribbean.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do a really Excuse good me, job. i coughing food. a lot
0: today. I do apologize.
1: Food was good. We spent a lot of time in Serenity Bay, which is the adults-only section, which was really nice, too. Um, what else about Castaway Key? love seeing the characters in their Castaway Key outfits. They're kind of just everywhere. They, so cute. They live there, too. They'll just, like, be driving by in their Jeep.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That was so fun when we were riding our bikes around. Like, Minnie and Mickey just, like, drove by in these, like, I don't know if they are Jeeps with, like, the whole top off. And they're just, like, waving at us. They had, like, some, like, cool cabana outfits on or something (laughs) like that just like so cute she's like oh hey there goes mickey minnie no bigs like they're just driving around and oh my god very well done another one of those experiences that you can never capture anywhere else without disney involved like it's just so good Um, And I said something about their outfit. So we should probably talk about our cabana.
1: (gasps) Yeah, that was nice. We, at the last minute, were able to book a cabana because they were all reserved. We asked to be on the wait list. And just a few days before the sailing, they're like, you got it. And it is really nice to have a cabana. Yes, it's a bit of a splurge. But it was nice to have like a home base to put our stuff down and then keep returning back to. And ours was over on Serenity Bay. They also have cabanas on the family beach as well, which is near the snorkeling it was
0: very very cool um i had pictured i had pictured one of those cabanas that you see on the side of the pool normally where it's just yeah. like a tent and this was anything but that it was like an actual like structured little Home almost like yeah, it was wooden. It I feel like that. They were super cute and colorful. They had all these lounging areas. They had a refrigerator stocked full of all the stuff we requested, like all the drinks. And there's a big bowl of fruit, like a giant bowl of fruit you could just pull out and chomp on some grapes if you want. And they had, they even had, oh my God, this is one of those moments where I was like, Disney has thought of everything, <laughs> like literally everything in experience like any type of experience that you could think of. They had wet towels rolled up and in the refrigerator. So like if you just need a moment to cool down, you have a cool towel to literally (laughs) cool down or wipe your hands because you're about to eat some fruit. Like the cleanliness aspect and the like relaxing aspect of having those available. Like what?
1: So blow my mind. So nice. Oh, and what about the outdoor shower and foot shower?
0: Oh, yeah. That was very nice, too. So I was thinking about that. I was like, they even have a little spout for your feet because sometimes you don't need to shower completely, but you definitely want to get the sand off your feet. And it's always been difficult. I remember being at the beach and like trying to like stick my foot way in without getting my clothes wet. Right. Because was just my feet that were dirty. <laughs> yeah. And it's like always a thing and it never really works. But here they go. They just put a spout at the bottom of the pole. And you can just turn that one on if you want and just spray your feet. It's like brilliant. I've never seen it before. It might be everywhere now. I don't know. But it was at Disney. (laughs) And I just feel like it's a Disney thing. So I'm
1: going to go with it. Genius. It was very genius. And some of the other (laughs) things that are included, and I'm going to say included. So if anyone wants to get a cabana, you do get a lot of value out of it. So they gave us like two full bottles of Coppertone SPF.
0: Oh, right, um, right.
1: Sponsored by Coppertone. Um, it, it came with all of our snork snorkel gear and goggles and fins and the bike rentals. All of that stuff is normally a la carte. So that was nice to just have oh, I didn't it, everything even know that, that. We wanted. Okay. Yeah. So it was easier. We didn't have to go and like reserve each of those things. We just had it. It was nice. Yeah. Oh, and the floaties, they gave us tubes for the beach and everything.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh There's my gosh, also, I remember um, watching you and Nicole way out in the ocean and she was on that big Tube thing, and you're like kind of trucking her around like a taxi. I'm like, where are they going? And then you're like, she had to pee and she wouldn't pee in the ocean.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she didn't want to pee in the ocean. I'm curious about everybody's thoughts about that. To me, it's completely normal. But I did. I taxied her over with my fins and pushed her tube over to where the bathroom was across the shore so she didn't have to walk on the sand, which I thought was brilliant and it was fun. Um, One other thing that comes with the cabanas, I just remembered, is if you do want to order drinks, they do have someone that comes by pretty often to take drink orders. And then you also get a dedicated... Um, staff member who takes care of all the cabanas on your row and comes by and he even gave us this VIP ride all the way back to the ship at the end of the day. Like literally amazing. he pulled up next to the ship.
0: He liked us. I don't know what we did right <laughs> with him, but he just kept going and going and going. And then we got so close that we basically hopped off of his golf cart and into the ship. Like it was <laughs>
1: Because like, wow, people were walking convenient. that
0: whole way, and I was like, Oh man, a
1: long way! Yep, <laughs> oh. that was hilarious. Speaking of endings of days, there was something we learned almost at the last minute and were able to experience <laughs> on the Disney Wish.
0: Yes, so well, there's kind of two parts to this. So, one was it what was it actually called? Was it called the Kiska night?
1: It was, yeah,
0: the one at midnight or the one before that.
1: Oh, the 10 and the midnight one? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, what
0: was the 10 o'clock one?
1: They're both the same. And okay. my theory is it's so that their parents can put the kids to bed after 10 instead of waiting till midnight. Totally. That's it's like my the theory two New Year's of why they do it times. twice. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like Netflix even has that fake New Year's Yeah. Thing you can do <laughs> yeah. if you're a parent. <laughs> but yeah, they repeat the, sh- the... I guess it's not really a show. They repeat the effect at 10 p.m. and then at midnight. Right,
0: so... What I was thinking of was on the last night of the ship. They had a little special show where they w- brought everybody out into that main area. And you got to like kind of oh, say bye one to the characters. Too. Yeah. It was really cute touch there in their cruise outfits. It was such a like a nice like bow to tie shut the cruise, right? Yeah. It was like cuz the next morning like it is like, get up and get out, right? Like you have to, it's like an early exit. So like you really do say goodbye that night. But I, I thought it was a perfect way to do it. So they had all the characters come out and and it was just, it was really, really nice and very yeah, cute. Yeah, that one I think,
1: I want to say it was called Fond Farewell. Okay, like there fun. we go. And I loved it because we didn't plan for it. So we kind of did it last minute. And then we got to see so many characters that we missed yes. throughout the ship. All of them were there. All the princesses, characters, they all got reintroduced. This is
0: another reason I want to go on another longer cruise because I didn't take, like, any, did we take any pictures with characters?
1: I don't think so. I don't think
0: we had time. Like, we
1: were, go, go, go. it just flies by. That's a good point. Those long cruises, you could do a whole day of just getting all your characters done.
0: Yeah. And, and you
1: can get more characters than in the parks because are yeah, all there. Captive. There's
0: so many. And they all have different costumes for each day. So ours was like the cruise costume they had. They had the Halloween costumes, then they had the pirate costumes. There's at least three on our four night cruise. Like there's like we have to take wow. pictures of all of those. And we got none of them. So I want to go back to do all those again. Thank you very much. Um but yeah, it was super cute. And then there was also an event called the Kids Good Night. Now, this is the one that was at 10 and midnight. But we caught the midnight yeah. one, and it made me very happy that there was something going on at midnight on the ship. Because it's just fun, right? And we're like, what the heck is this special last night midnight event? So we go down into the main hall. Is it called the Grand Hall or something?
1: Grand Hall, yeah.
0: And we get down there, and there's already a ton of people there. And everyone is laying on the floor. Like, on the carpeted floor, on their backs, staring at the ceiling. And we're like, what is this? Like, we <laughs> like, what is going on here? So, we join everybody and lay down. And then right as the clock strikes, strikes midnight, what happens, Mike?
1: Oh, my gosh. So, the room dims. And... It's essentially, I think, because this whole area is inspired by Cinderella. It's the stroke of midnight where everything transforms. And so there's this giant chandelier that starts sparkling. And then they have all these LED effects hidden in the walls and ceilings that just start lighting up. And it just becomes this really beautiful, like, light show that feels like a kiss goodnight. And they did try to design the Grand Hall to feel like a Disney Parks castle. And I think they nailed it with that part because yeah. that felt like the kiss goodnight that we see on the castle. Right,
0: right. You want to go like see right at midnight? The castle does the whole lighting show. Totally, exactly that. It was. It was such a beautiful ending too. Like I felt like very content at that point. I'm like, okay, that's it.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a really good way to put <laughs> it, was it. A very nice oh, ending. Oh, I want to go, go back. <laughs> Take me back. Well, um, we have plenty to plan for. We want to go to Tokyo. Yes. We talked about that. We also want to do another Disney cruise. But today on this episode, we did cover a lot of miscellany. Everything from movie dates changing to parks news. And then more and more of our experience on the Disney Wish Cruise.
0: Yes. So thank you all for listening. And we hope you enjoyed episode 161 of the Disney Holic show.
1: Follow us on social media at the Disneyholics.
0: And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a DM on Instagram or contact us at thedisneyholics.com. Say hey, bye.